Welcome back. On this episode of Deeper Life, Pastor Stephen shares about how it's the spirit that gives us life. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you that you have called us to be the bride of Christ. We thank you tonight that you are our our bridegroom and we are the bride we thank you lord that you are coming you're coming for your bride a bride that is spotless and blameless at the coming of the lord we thank you today god more than ever before more than all the ministry that we can do more than all that we can achieve in life more than all that we can become to the world. It is what you do inside of us that matters the most. What you will become in us matters the most. Who you are in us matters the most. What we have become because of you matters the most. Doing the will of God matters the most. Becoming an expression of Jesus in this world because of the power that worketh within us matters the most. God in me matters the most. God's Spirit in me matters the most. Tonight, oh God, we thank you. Lord, that we can be what you have made us to be. We can become what you have made us to become. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Our life is about you. Oh, we worship you, worship you. Worship you, worship you. Worship you. Hallelujah. I want to read the scripture from the last chapter of the Bible. You turn with me to Revelations chapter 22. In verse 11, the Bible says, He who is 
unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he who is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. Powerful scripture that God gave to the end time church that we need to be ready because the Lord Jesus Christ is coming back for us. And he's coming back to give us a reward. To give to everyone according to his work. The fruit of our life matters most as we come to the last of the last days. What we speak, how we live, our attitudes, our thoughts, our actions. They speak louder to God than they speak louder to ourselves. What we are today, what comes out of us today, matters most to God. They speak louder to God than they speak louder to us. And for that, it's very important that the Bible says, he who is righteous, let him be righteous still. We need to be living in a time, we need to be uh, able to understand that we need to be growing in righteousness. We need to be growing in holiness. That's what the Bible says. Let him be holy still. Let him be even more holier. Let him be even more righteous. You know, I'm always reminded of the scripture in, um, uh, uh, in Luke chapter 24, where, you know, when the disciples, uh, Jesus, before he was taken up to heaven, um, he saw the disciples were scattered, three and a half years of being with him. They saw his power. They saw what he was doing. Yeah, they saw all the, um, you know, miracles that Jesus did. Uh, they saw the mighty power of the Holy Spirit upon him. But all of that was not enough. All that experience that they had seen, heard, experienced around them were not enough to keep them. They were scattered. They ran away. When Jesus, uh, you know, was arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane, they ran away. They, some betrayed him. Some were in, the Bible says in John chapter 20, in fear of the Jews, they were all assembled together in one room, locked themselves up. They were in fear. Because uh, they did not know what to do. And the Bible says in, in Luke 24 and verse 49, Jesus said to them, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endured with power from on high. He said, Go to Jerusalem. Wait there for the promise of the Father. In uh, John 16, 
From verse 7, Jesus said, it is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go, the helper will not come. But when he comes, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. John chapter 14, Jesus said, I will pray to the Father that he will send you another comforter who will abide with you forever. Now that's the promise that we inherit as the end time church. You know, Joel prophesied about it in the last days, God will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Joel chapter 2, verse 28 onwards. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy, your young men shall see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. So we are in the time of a supernatural revelation of God, the Holy Spirit. And our dependence on the Holy Spirit is what will take us into the destiny. Our dependence on the Spirit of God is what will move us from, uh, you know, where we are to where God wants us to be and where He will lead us to be, you know. And today, like never before, it's very important to know the Spirit of God in a personal way. That's exactly what happened to the disciples in Acts chapter 2, when the power of God came upon them, not only was the place shaken, but every one of them was filled with power, personal experiencing of the power of the Holy Spirit. What is very important for us today is not only to see the manifested presence and the power of God around us, but a personal encounter with God, a personal uh, experience of the power of the Holy Spirit in our personal lives. Amen? You know, every word that we hear, every word that is preached to us is to encourage us to that place where you and I can personally have an encounter with God, personally have a revelation of God, personally experience the power of God, personally experience the fruit of the presence of God in our lives. Galatians 5, the Bible talks about the fruit of Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, uh, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, uh, and, uh, you know, self-control. You know, these are fruits of Holy, fruit of Holy Spirit. And the Bible says these are an evidence of what is happening with the power of God inside of us. The love that we have for one another it's not because we are a lovable person or because we know how to love someone. It is a result of the outpouring of the outflow of the love of God that is from within us. That is true love. True love to love one another is learning, is releasing the presence of God from within us, which causes nothing but love for one another. Sometimes, you know, we are struggling in relationships uh, where, you know, we don't like to face some people, we don't have, we are get a little irritated when we see some people, you know, just the, the look of some people can do something inside of us. And all that is because, you know, the love is not flowing, you know, it, it's because it's still the flesh. The flesh will always, uh, you know, scream against the things of God. But true love is laying down your life for your friend. Greater love had no man that then that he would lay his life down for his friend, Jesus said. You know, the, the, the greatest action of love was when Jesus on the cross, you know, he said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. Unmeasurable, unthinkable, forgiving love. And that's, that's an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And tonight, I just want you to understand, Jesus said something very powerful 
that you and I need to capture, you know. In John chapter 6, you know, and in verse 63, Jesus said like this, it is the spirit who gives life, the flesh profits nothing. The words I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Let me read to you again. Jesus said, it is the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. One of the most important things that we learn as God's children is understanding that the life that we now have is a life given to us by the Spirit of God. It's that life that we need to live. Sometimes, you know, we talk about the anointing, we talk about the power of the Holy Spirit within us, but when it comes to living, it's, it's all about us. It's about what we want to do. It's about where we want to go. It's about what we want to accomplish. It's all about me, me, me. But, you know, the greatest power of walking in victory, overcoming, walking in joy and peace that the Bible, give, that the Bible talks about, you know, Romans 14 and verse 17, you know, Paul writes, the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but it is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. One thing that is very important for us as we live in the last of these last days is to understand that, you know, we need to, uh, you know, walk in the joy, in the peace that comes from God, in righteousness that comes by the Holy Spirit. And, you know, to understand that, if you turn with me to Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13, the Bible talks, Paul, when he writes to the church at Colossae, he says, where we are today in our walk with God, in our spiritual life, uh, you know, the Bible talks about where we are. You know, here he says, in Colossians 1 and verse 13, he says, what he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. What has God done for us? He has moved us from the power of darkness. What has God done? He has moved us. He has translated us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. Now we are uh, you know, residents in the spiritual, you and I are residents of the kingdom of God. You and I are people who inherit every spiritual blessing. We live under the, the, the rulership of the kingdom of God. It's a spiritual thing. And that is where we are right now. Okay. Though we live in the flesh, we are living, you know, in the kingdom of God. Our In that kingdom, the rules are different. In that kingdom, what we inherit is different. And in that kingdom, if we need to move according to the ways of the kingdom, we need to know what the Spirit of God is speaking to us day in and day out. Jesus said, it is the Spirit that gives life. Are you with me, my dear brother and sister? Tonight, it's very important for us to understand that the life, the life that we have, the life that we are walking every day, the life that we, the, 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 the future that we have is because of what the Spirit of God is doing in us and what He will continue to do in us and what He is going to accomplish in us. That is the life. We are already on the road to the destiny of our life. Amen? 
The Bible says that we have already received eternal life. We are on a road that leads to that eternal life. And if you have to stay on that road, if you have to be focused on the things of that road, you need to, you and I need to have a revelation that comes by the Spirit of God, that comes by the uh, Spirit of God. If you, if, you, if you look at Romans chapter 8, turn with me to Romans chapter 8, a beautiful a beautiful, beautiful passage of Scripture in the Bible. The Bible says, There is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who, walk, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. You know, there Jesus said, the words, you know, what, what he puts within us is, you know, is the Spirit of God. You know, where is life? Life is in the Spirit of God. You know, everything about you and me is in the Spirit of God. And it's very important to know here when Paul writes, you know, Jesus said, it is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. Meaning, there's nothing good that can come out of your flesh. And here, Paul writes, no condemnation to those who are in Christ who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. So if you and I need to walk after the Spirit of God, that's when condemnation cannot have its power over your life and me. And then he says in, four, in verse 2, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Are you see that? It's the Spirit that gives life. Now, Paul is writing about what is that life? There is the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus sets you free from the law of sin and death. The flesh will drive you to sin and death. The Spirit of God will drive you to eternal life in Christ Jesus. And here Paul writes, the law of the Spirit of God, the law of the Spirit of life that flows from Jesus, you know, the Bible says, sets you free from the law of sin and death. What does it do to you? It sets you and me free free from sin, free from the ways, the longings, the, the urgings of the, of the flesh. The, the flesh causes you to do things that are contrary to the will of God. The flesh constantly pushes you to make decisions that are not of God. The flesh moves you to places where God does not want you to be in life. But what does the Bible say? The Bible says the law you know, in, if you turn with me to Romans chapter 7, one chapter before that, in verse 12, the Bible says, the law is holy and the commandment holy and just and good. What is the law? The law is holy. The commandment is holy and good. But because we cannot keep it in our own strength, the result is sin and death under the law. Human, with human strength, with the strength of our flesh, it is very difficult to keep the law. That is why it's very important, you know, if you read verse 5. For when we are in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit to death. What is Paul writing here? Paul says, when we are in the flesh, if we are not walking after the Spirit of God, but if we are walking according to the flesh, 
you know, just with our human knowledge and our human mind and, you know, without having a revelation of God, without an input from God, without God's direction, without God's anointing, without God's, uh, you know, um, unction, anointing, without, without listening to him, when we run in the flesh, the Bible says like this, Paul writes, for when we are were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law, sinful passions, you know, the Bible says, were at work in our members. Come on. What are these things? These things work in our members. Our eyes begin to see things that we should not see. Our ears begin to hear things that we should not hear. Our mind, you know, gets confused by things that we hear, which, you know, which are constantly affected, you know. You know, every day we are seeing things in the natural. Every day we are hearing things, you know, in the natural. Every day, you know, we are, uh, we are exposed to the things of the flesh. But if you do not want what is you are exposed to, to have its effect on you, Come on, I want you to capture this very, very powerful thing. Every day, you know, you watch the news, you watch uh, things on social media, you're hearing things every day. You are, you know, you and I, you know, we are exposed to the world, to the ways of the world, to the lust of the world. You know, the, 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 there are things that are impacting your mind and my mind every day, impacting our lives every day. But, you know, we are exposed to it every day. But, Listen to me carefully. You and I have the privilege to not allow those things that we are exposed to to control us. We, are, we have the grace. We have the gift of the Holy Spirit. Why? So that we can resist the impact of the lust of the world and the lust of the ways of the world over our mortal bodies, over our life. The members of our body here, you know, Paul, when he writes, he says, you know, the, 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 you know, th these passions are aroused by the law. It's at work in our members to bear fruit to death. If we allow the, 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 the members of our body to be impacted by the things of the world, they will create in us a fruit, a lifestyle, a way of living a way of moving, going and doing things that will eventually take us away from God, that will eventually take us away to eternal death. Eternal death. Hebrews chapter 11. You know, here Jesus, uh, here, the, uh, you know, Hebrews is talking about, uh, you know, uh, 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 let me just, let me just read it to you. Verse 38. Now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. What is God saying? But he says, the just will live by faith. The just, those who walk with God, they will live by faith. 
because you know even whether they see or they don't see they will trust in the word that has been revealed to them they will hold on to the promises of god they will live by the precious anointing of the holy spirit upon their lives and they will keep their focus on the things of god and keep moving on in life but the bible says if we allow the impact of the world over us what does it do if anyone draws back god is saying my soul has no pleasure in him but we are not of those who draw back to destruction verse 39 but of those who believe to the saving of the soul what does the bible say it says we are not of those who draw back to destruction which means some people if they are captivated by the things of the flesh they will draw away from the will of god they will backslide into destruction tonight i don't want to talk about this backsliding where you know because that does not have power over your life when you are walking after the things of the spirit of god back to romans chapter 7 but now if you read verse 6 the bible says but now we have been delivered from the law having died to what we were held by so that we should serve in the newness of the spirit and not in the oldness of the letter of course the bible is talking about the law of the past but i want you to capture something very powerful you know these these members of our body which is exposed to the world you know if you do not want that effect to come into your life then the bible says what is important we must serve in the newness of the spirit the newness you know if you if you look at psalms 92 you know david writes about how precious uh, you know the anointing of the holy spirit psalm 92 and uh, if you read verse 10 psalm 92 and verse 10 he says but my horn you have exalted like a wild ox i have been anointed with fresh oil my horn what is it my strength my abilities my faculties the members of my body what is this what is this the bible is talking about david is saying lord my horn my abilities what will come out of me what i am able to do what have you done to that you have exalted it like the strength of a wild ox that means what is god doing the anointing breaks the impact of the flesh over your life and increases the strength of your spirit man from within you though your flesh is being impacted by the world you know around you every day what is happening to you is you are not under its control you are under the control of the spirit of god are you with me your mind is being affected by words by news by so many things around you 
But what will keep you in the way is because you know the word. The Spirit of God is reminding you of the word. The Spirit of God is reminding you of the destiny that you have in Christ, of the authority you have in Christ, of the inheritance that you have in Christ, that you are you have been translated from the power of darkness into the kingdom of light. You are in another domain. You are living in another domain. So you do not need to be worried about the domain of the power of darkness. Sometimes we glorify the devil more than we glorify God. Sometimes we are so scared of the devil, we're talking about the devil all the time. Let me tell you, my friend, the blood of Jesus broke the power of the, of the devil over your life and my life. Is the devil real? Yes, he is. Are there powers of darkness? Yes. Are there spiritual wickedness in high places? Yes. But they don't have power over you when you walk under the mighty anointing of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because if you read the Bible, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 1, that the power of God raised Jesus to sit at the right hand of the Father. And the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, you are raised up with him. You are seated with Christ in the heavenlies. Far above dominion, far above darkness, far above powers of darkness, far above every power of the devil. The devil is a liar. He will always tell you that he has power over you. Let me tell you tonight, you need to know Jesus has power over you and over every power of the devil. That is why it's important to understand the spirit gives you life. The spirit gives you life where there is no hope. The Spirit of God will give you hope. Where there is no faith, the Spirit of God will give you faith. Where you feel weak, the Spirit of God will give you spiritual strength. The disciples were weak. They ran away. They could not stand with Jesus. They could only look at him from afar off. They were afraid of people. They were afraid of the Jews. They were afraid of everything around them. They gave up everything to follow Jesus. But they were afraid, afraid, afraid. Afraid of their future. They didn't know what to do. Jesus said, go to the upper room. Go to Jerusalem. Wait in Jerusalem till the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Once the Holy Spirit came, they were a different people. They were uneducated. They were not learned people. They were not, they were not like the mind. They didn't have the minds of the world. The so-called superior minds of the world but they had the power of the Holy Spirit inside of them. They walked in miracles. They walked in the supernatural. They saw the hand of God upon their lives. They were led by the Spirit of God. They heard the Holy Spirit. They prayed in tongues. They prophesied. They walked in the supernatural. And that took them to the destiny of their lives. They were able to fulfill God's great purposes over their lives. When Jesus called Peter and Andrew and James and John, Bartimaeus, Thomas, all the disciples, when he called them, he had a call over their lives. He called them to be his disciples. And that calling, they stepped into that calling. They stepped into fulfilling the purpose of that calling because they allowed the Holy Spirit to come over them. Are you with me? You have a call upon your life. Sometimes, you know, in the depths of our being, we know God has called us. I remember for years, 
I knew God had a call upon my life. I knew God had a purpose over my life. I was in the ministry. I had a business. I had things going on in my life. But I knew in the depths of my being that God had something more in my life. And I was not doing that. Was I in ministry? Yes. Was I, was I preaching the gospel? Yes. Was I traveling around the world? Yes. You know, I had a good life in Christ. But I knew that there was something more to my life that I did not have. I tell you something. It's an encounter with God that released me. It's the prophetic word that released me. It's the anointing of the Holy Ghost that released me. God began to speak into my life and tell me what to do. And I began to take bold steps because of what he began to speak to me. And I want to tell you, my friend, he released me into his call and purpose. Today, I can tell you boldly standing here that I'm standing in the perfect will of God for my life. Today, I can boldly say that if, if, if my time on earth comes, I'm ready to stand before God. I don't tell it with, with, with some sort of pride. I say it with humility in my heart. God's will for our lives is the best thing that can happen to us. God's hand manifested over us is the best thing that can happen over us. Every day, every day in your life, you can see the hand of God. can see the hand of God. These things of the world that will, you know, as we come to the last of the last days, church, you know, these things of the world will constantly impact you. People will give you ideas. Do this, do that. If you do this, you can come up. If you do that, you can come up. Maybe if you do that course, you know, it's going to get better. If you do this course, it's going to get better in your life. Or, or you try this and you try that. Maybe you're a pastor, you're a leader. You've tried all kinds of things, but you found no success. Success doesn't come by knowledge. Success comes because we have an encounter with God. And what we call success in the kingdom of God is not like the success of the world. Don't compare success with the success of the world. The success of the kingdom of God is only one thing. That we are walking with God every day. That's success. That we are under the mighty anointing of the Holy Spirit. That's success. I want to tell you something. If you come to that place, many problems in our life will fall down. Many, 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 you know, impacts of the enemy over our lives. The enemy always will lie to us. He's always coming to kill, steal, and destroy. But his power, you know, you will see that he's powerless when you walk with him. You walk with God. He cannot do anything to you. Members. Every member. The Bible says. We should serve in the newness of the spirit. We must serve in the newness. You know, whenever we think about the spirit of God, it's newness. David says, you have anointed me with fresh oil. What is fresh oil? Newness. Newness of the Spirit. Newness. 
Sometimes even in our lives, we are holding on to old revivals. They are powerful. They are mighty. If you read books on revival, it's so powerful to see what God has done in the past. But my friend, he wants to do something new in you today. He has a fresh word to speak to you today. He has a fresh door he wants to open for you today. Newness of the spirit. Newness of the spirit. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 and verse 8, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. If you if your mind is so caught up with, you know, the, you know, I've seen many, many Christians, you know, on one side they want the world, on another side they want God. On one side they are intelligent in the ways of the world. On another side they want to be spiritual with God. And sometimes, you know, they're confused because they don't know where they're standing. When they think they're spiritual, they are in the world. When they think they are in the world, they're spiritual. They're so confused. I want to tell you something. There is no two lives. There's only one life. One life. And it's a God life. One life. And it's a God life. The Bible says in Romans 8 and verse 6, to be carnally minded is death. Spiritually minded is life and peace. Jesus, being led by the Spirit of God, you know, he waited for 30 years till the Holy Spirit came upon him. The Spirit of God, the Bible says in Luke 4, the Spirit of God led him into the wilderness. The Spirit of God became his everything. Even when he was tempted by the devil, the Spirit of God quickened him with the Word of God. When he was hungry, when he wanted to eat, the devil said, why don't you turn the stone into bread and eat it? Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. He said, I will not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Remember the word every, every word. He said, my life is about every word that comes from the Father. My friend, isn't that the secret of your life and my life? If we can come to that place in our life where we say, God, my life is about every word that comes from your mouth. Why? That word will produce life. 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 Standing before Pilate. Jesus said, you have no authority over me. Why? Because he knew life was from the Father. Life was from what the Holy Spirit was speaking to him. Life was because of the anointing. You know, in the physical, he was broken. He was bruised. Don't evaluate your life by what is happening in the natural. Some of us, you know, we are so, it's so pathetic. You know, we evaluate our spirituality based on what is around us or what is happening in the natural. Let me tell you something. The natural is, is apart from the spiritual. Your life is not about the natural. You know, this body will one day die. This body will wear out. Paul says we are in a tent. Why does he use the word tent? Why doesn't say he say a building? You know, because there are buildings that are there for even a thousand years. 
Here in Europe, there are many buildings. For many, many years, they stand. But why a tent? Because a tent will wear out. It'll wear out over time. It'll wear out over weather. It'll wear out quickly. We are in a tent. This body will wear out. But it's not about this body. It's about the life that the Holy Ghost gives you. Eternal life. Life to fulfill God's purpose and be with him in heaven one day. I want to tell you, my friend, today. Would you tell the Lord, Lord, have your way in me, God. Have your way. Have your way. Let me live that life, Lord. It is of that life I want to be blessed. Can we boldly say to God, Lord, you choose for me. You decide for me. I want to be happy with whatever you give me. I want to be grateful to you for whatever you give me, God. And I want to know this is from my, your hands. Every benefit, every step of my life, I wanted to be a God step in my life. I want to tell you something. When you come to that place, something will happen in your ministry. Something will happen in your family. Something will happen in your personal life. Because it is no longer you. Paul said, it's no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. He said, it's not me. I am crucified, he said, with Christ. He says, I have put, you know, I have told my flesh that it's not going to be what you will tell me. It's going to be what God will tell me. He aligned his life. He brought his life to where the Spirit of God can lead him. I want to tell you something. It's a life of power. Would you tell the Lord this evening, God, in this year 2021, I've already come into the second month, Lord. I wanted to be a God year in my life. Yes, the pandemic is around us. Yes, you know, there are circumstances around us. But we are walking in victory. Some of us, you know, we are used to a particular lifestyle. And, you know, we want that. We want to be there. And this one year of pandemic is making you crazy. No. It's not making you crazy. It's making you joyful. Why? Because you are in Christ. Jesus, on the seventh day, rested. Sometimes, you know, God wants us to rest, relax. Just let the weight down. Let everything down and just relax. You know, sometimes we become performers, actors. You know, we want to be performing all the time. Our life is not about performance. Our life is about walking with Jesus. We don't need anything to prove to the world that we are something. We don't need to do that. Sometimes even within the body of Christ, we try to do things because we want to prove to people that there's something that we can achieve in life. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Our life is not about what we have achieved. Our life is about what Christ has achieved in us. Our life is about what Christ has achieved through us. Have I done the will of God? Have I fulfilled his purpose through my life? That's all that matters. You close your eyes for one moment tonight. It's the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. Profits nothing. Father, in Jesus' name, 
In Jesus' name. The mighty power of your Holy Spirit come upon us. Let healing power come upon us. Let the power of flesh over our lives be broken, broken, broken down. In Jesus' name. Father, we want your spirit to flow freely in us. And Lord, if there's anything that stops the free flow of your spirit, whatever is a hindrance, tonight, Lord, take it away. Tonight, God wants to heal you. Tonight, God wants to bring restoration to you. Tonight, God wants to heal you from your sickness, your challenges, your defeats, your brokenness. The way you have been cheated in the past has broken you. It's broken your heart. You've been let down by people whom you trusted the most. You loved somebody and they changed and ran away from you. Tonight, God wants to restore true joy that comes by the mighty anointing of the Holy Spirit upon you. The Spirit of God always lifts Jesus inside of you. He makes Jesus real to you. He makes the word real to you. He makes the person of Jesus. You begin to understand the heart of Jesus, the mind of Jesus, the way Jesus will be to you. The Spirit of God will make it so real. Healing rain is falling down. Healing rain is falling down. Lift your hands and receive God's mighty healing. Healing rain is falling down. Let the walls come down. Healing rain. Let every wall of Jericho come down. Let every wall that is before you, that's not allowing you to move forward, let it come down. Falling down. Healing rain is falling down. Healing rain. Come on, believe God for a miracle for your own life right now. As I believe for mine tonight. I want to tell you the Spirit of God is here with us to bring that healing. To bring that restoration. To break the impact of the world and the ways of the world and the mind of the world and the thoughts of the world. And make God and His Word real, alive. Peace that passeth all understanding. Joy unspeakable, full of glory. A right standing with God. Living as the bride of Christ. Over your life and my life tonight in Jesus' name. Lord, we speak peace by the Holy Spirit. We speak joy by the Holy Spirit. Righteousness by the Holy Spirit. We empty ourselves of everything that is not of you. Fill us, Lord. Fresh oil, fresh anointing come upon us. 
tonight in the name of Jesus. We don't need to prove anything to anyone. We need, just need to walk with you, Jesus. Let your grace be over us. Lord, help us to teach us to walk under the shadow of the Almighty God. Walk under the cloud of glory. Walk under the immeasurable grace. The grace of God. The grace of God over every one of us. Just walk under it. The grace of God that will lead us through this dark world into our eternal home. Father, speak your blessing over every person tonight. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord, where there is a need for a miracle, thank you that you are a miracle-working God, and we receive that miracle from you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God. We are not performers. We are people who walk with you. We are people who fulfill God's purpose. We are people who live to declare the glory of God. Tonight I pray for my dear brothers and sisters that your blessing will rest upon them. Blessing will rest upon them. Carry this word with you. It is the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. Thank you for tonight, Lord. Bless this week and be with each and every one of us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I want to thank you for being with us tonight. Uh, in deeper life and pray that God will continue to lead you and guide you and bless you and may you see glorious days wonderful days amen have a blessed week God bless you looking forward to seeing you again next week bye bye this broadcast is from transforming nations for Jesus if you would like to get in touch with us, please write to us at transformingnationsforjesus at gmail.com. Thank you for joining us. Be blessed.